Carrie. This is Sexy, Sexy Unique Podcast. Top Sicilian bitches. Top Sicilian bitches. Bitches. They get tougher um, and tougher with every passing week. They get tougher and tougher like a nice slab of meat. How tough are they? They're tough as beef jerky, Italian jerky, sausage jerky. Tough as, tough as a Slim Jim. Tough um, as a three-day-old meatball sub. <laughs> tough as a bag of jerky. Tough as a bag of, of lamb jerky. Tough as a salsica. Um, salsica. I need to just make two show recommendations really fast. Yes. Uh, what what we do in the shadows is so funny. Okay, gotta watch. I need a funny it's, show. Oh, it's Jermaine Clement from Play the Congress and Taika Watiti. The <gasps> oh my god, he's so hot. He's so hot. I can't take it. He he directs them. Uh, it's so good. And then okay. Insecure. I'm on. I just finished season two. Insecure is great. I have to watch. I need to watch this season, but I wanted to wait so I could just like binge it all in a weekend. Oh, and I are like, we watch like four episodes a night. It's so good, and the the seasons go by too fast, which is like I hate when a show is so good and like so quick because mm-hmm. I just stay in it. But it's that's why it's so good. Yeah, but I, I love and, Molly on Insecure. Is like. She might be it's my amazing. favorite. Yeah, she's so good. And the sex scenes are like shocking sometimes. And the guys are unbelievably hot. Yeah, everyone on that show is like truly the hot. Like it's a show of the hottest people I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, those, those two shows. Yeah, are actually my... it ended recently. Okay, so I've got to binge that. I need something a pick me up because I've just finished. I know this much is true, and that honestly was the most depressing show I've ever seen. I, it's really good. I'm not like, watching it. Don't I mean? Don't watch it. Well, if you want to be truly epically depressed, give it a go. But it it yeah. was too much. Like I, it got so depressing that I would have to like zone out on the ipad or something because i was just like i can't take it anymore and i have like a very high tolerance for like depressing entertainment i'm not watching it don't do it um i watched casino on sunday or on saturday night like rewatched it because it had been a while still holds up great yeah yeah sharon stone amazing such a tragic amazing character yeah um ginger i also i'm trying to go back and watch like some older hbo shows this like I, this year i started watching rewatching the sopranos mm-hmm. and per you like your love for it i i just got in my head and then it, i started watching the wire for the first time yeah i'm gonna start watching that's like next on my list it's really good i'm only on like episode four but it's it's very brutal and yeah. Idris Elba's in it, and um, Dominic Dominic, Dominic West, West. Ugh. Uh, who I just yeah yeah it's a show of hot people it's a hot people another, show for sure hot another, people show. another hot person show God everyone's so hot on HBO I know HBO really is the best HBO is the sexiest HBO Max I'm like hmm, I don't love it oh yeah but. Mm. The show I wrote on, Summer Camp Island, 
is, is on HBO has Max. now gone to HBO Max. Oh, chic. So you, you can watch it. I'm not, my season won't come out probably till next year, but you should watch it. Yeah. I mean, I do love that Search Party is going to be on HBO uh, Max. I rewatched all of season one and two, like in two days last week. So to, like, good, good. Get hyped up and remember because I forgot that that, I mean, that show came out so fucking long ago, like t- in 2016, but it still I feels know. like incredibly relevant. Season one is truly one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. John Early. I know. Everyone. Rock stars. Everyone. Congrats to the team. This whole you were all rock stars. Team. Um, yeah, the wires on my list. And, and, and yeah, I, I have a lot of HBOing to do. And I'm trying to like, I've been, I need more like mafia based entertainment, which is why I watched Casino and I was like trying to revisit some of my favorite Sopranos episodes, but really it's just chasing the dragon at this point. Cause nothing will compare to like watching that show for the first time. Yeah. What, what's a good like crime. I need to, I went to, I need to watch Gamora, but they took that off of like, they took that off of Netflix. So now I have to buy it, which I'm just like, have been resistant to. The Wire is good because it. I think it's. I mean, just from what I've seen, it it definitely showcases like what's fucked up in the, the police system. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying. It's to, like war on drugs. Yeah, but it, there's corruption with especially like the white police and like the the shit that they pull over. Um, you know, black officers. And, stuff but mm-hmm. um i'm trying to stay away from like cop-centric shows from now on <laughs> after you finish binging the wire <laughs> after i finish binging them but i'm You're trying, like, I am I'm trying. Just gotta get through these six seasons no, of this I, show and then i'm gonna stay away i, I swear <laughs> i am no but i'm like i don't know after after polly perrette never mind I'm just like, I just want to stay away from like all those You're like, like well, quirky cops. I'm just want to let you know that I'm giving up NCIS and CSI. Well, I, I never even watched it. No, I never I even watched it. Like, just those shows where they're like, where like Polly Perrette's like a cool, like pigtail, cool cop, you know, all the like the cool co- It's like, shut up. No, shut up. I've never. I'm sorry, you have a, like a deep think to do if you're like a CSI head or an NCIS head. Like, yeah. you need to get a therapist and talk about why you have such horrible taste in <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I actually want you, if you're an NCIS or CSI head, you need to make an I Take Responsibility black and white video for your CIS and NCIS love. And you need to come oh, clean. That video. Oof, that <laughs> video was I, wild. I had, I had such... I complete... Because I didn't watch Breaking Bad. Sorry didn't watch wow. it but wow. I, I watched the wow final, that's i watched the final i watched the final episode that was the only <laughs> one i watched god you're a fucking iconoclast i'm a i'm you wild are fucking going against the grain in Laura so many moved, ways i moved... literally pushed her chair almost to the door of her of her the room she's podcasting in and she's like t- take so space. far away from me right now. I had to take space. Wow. You're sitting. <laughs> what if I just we podcast like this? It's almost like we're back how Sucked far we used to thing. sit. Yeah. It's like a six feet away. 
Um, is that crazy? That I did that? It's kind of crazy. It's fucking insane, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Did you, get I know what was, did you get what was going on? Yeah, I mean, I got, I mean, I knew like <laughs> kind of like what the gist, I knew what the gist was. I knew that, yeah, I knew things were happening. I, 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 I fast forward to the end. Whatever, everyone was watch watching. I'll watch like, like, watch fucking watch the finale. I, yeah, I, I just, you know, and like, I feel like, you know, I'm a TV writer. Well, I'm an unemployed TV writer right now, but I'm, I should watch like, so like I, I feel like guilty even saying like I didn't watch like Breaking Bad. But anyway, what I'm saying is I forgot what that what Aaron Paul's name was when he was in the video, and I was like, who the fuck's that? And then I was like, oh, that guy from Breaking Bad. Well, first yeah. for a second I thought it was Ben Foster, which I was like, what? And <laughs> no, then I, I thought was, he was Australian. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was, and then I was like, oh yeah, I literally didn't know his name. Oh, I knew it. I, was, I knew him. Well. I, I assumed you knew, but I was just like, and then Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard's that? her der- in unhinged moment in that. Everyone <sighs> was truly coming from a just, place of Nunca in that they whole video. To- they all need to just stop. No one asked for this. No one <laughs> asked you to do this video. And like, you're also what shocked me. I'm like, <laughs> Like Stanley Tucci, who I fucking love, but him being like, I will no longer let joke these racist jokes and statements fly. I was like, how many racist jokes are you hearing on a day to day basis? Like, yeah. I too will not let those jokes fly. But like, it sounds as though you are subject to a lot of them. Like, hmm. I was yeah. just like, what? And Bryce, and I was like, does does Bryce is Bryce Dallas Howard's. Bet favorite pastime excusing police murder and brutality apparently yeah, so like, <laughs> okay that's like i just was imagining like what else? <laughs> I, I i posted something and drew drogi tweeted like what else is she gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> as if it's the only thing she talks about excusing i was like this is just noted police apologist bryce dallas howard every set she's been on like she plagued everyone on the set of like jurassic world with like fat pro police facts oh my god uh, apparently Chris Jurassic- pratt probably oh yeah fuck oh, where's he been in- has he posted anything let me look chris pratt i didn't realize Catherine schwarzenegger was pregnant yeah yeah, he's. I mean, we know, we all know that Chris Pratt is like secretly. We all know that he's an agent of Satan. We all. I'm sure that he is a fan of police. So that's just what I think. But um, prove me wrong. Yeah, prove change my um, mind. Um, but I wanted to say really fast that Jurassic Park apparently started filming again. Jurassic World, and they're like giving out hand World sanitizer. Two? Is it the second? There's been a second Jurassic it's, it's World. The third. With, it has Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum. We so all it. the original. We love to but, see it. Was the second Jurassic World good? Oh, it was horrific. Yeah. The first one I liked, I think I should rewatch it. Because I kind of, I was entertained. By the end, I was like, hell yes. The la- the final scenes, which we've, I think, discussed before. But like, I was here for it. What final scenes? Of like when the go, sea they, creature, all the pterodactyls getting released, and like the sea creature eating the like. Oh yeah, when thing. I was 
when I was like nearly canceled by this woman, <laughs> or no, when I was nearly canceled for saying that woman who gets picked, I jokingly said the woman who gets who gets like picked up and torn apart over by deserved pterodactyls and then dropped into the mouth of a sea monster deserved was somehow deserving of it i was clearly kidding i love all these like all these the like jp fans twitter came police came for you and tried to cancel you but you rose above and ascended you escaped cancellation once again by the skin of your teeth <laughs> but it was all like jurassic park like the real like Jurassic Park stands were coming to me being like, like, you're what's wrong. Like, of course, like these movies, these later movies, like the purest dress, like they praise this kind of. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm kidding. And then I wrote I wrote an apology. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember your apology. Um, Wait, speaking of other agents of Satan, Stassi is literally wasting no time. Okay, making Stassi's, a comeback i'm Stassi's truly pregnant okay so Stasi. did you talk about this on the other pod uh yeah we spoke on it a little bit but i haven't we i have not talked about the pregnancy at all yet oh my god so on so Stasi and Kristen, i guess both hired like a crisis pr put the pr firm Stasi put it in her bio i don't know what Kristen did i'm like Kristen, i think needs to realize that there's no pr that can bring her back from the bottomless pit into which she's falling like it's right. done i think she's done Stasi, on the other hand is actively refusing to let her celebrity slide right. and has hired the PR firm that represented Lindsay Lohan at her peak, like wild Lindsay days. I remember Steve Honig. I remember him like being her PR representative, like back in the day when she was on top, when she was on top and just like crashing her car into every tree that she saw (laughs) (laughs) and like scrambling out like a wild animal with bad poke in tow like truly just like DUIing all over the fucking place literally Um, running into a bush literally like running into a bush to hide like a feral muskrat and so Steve Honig was her rep and so I was like oh it's interesting to see his name back in the mix with like another like like celeb on the down and out um so st- they wasted no time getting to work like taking posting like paparazzi fic- pics of Stasi and Bo and then announcing Stasi's pregnancy on Saturday and I'm just like the level of the level of like fame whore thirst is more real than I ever actually knew it you, was I'm going to I'm going to ask the question Yeah Do you think she's really pregnant? Yeah, I do. I I'm really curious to know how far along she is because she was talking about drinking rosé on the reunion which filmed like mere weeks ago. So it's either she probably either just she was lying, either she was lying about that and she's been pregnant for like 3 months and then is now like revealing or she literally found she out like revealed. a week ago and then was like, "Oh, good. Good news is I'm pregnant." Yeah. Either way, also she stepped out and wasn't wearing a mask. Of course. Yeah, I think they put one on, like 
I don't know where they were going. It looked like that horrible restaurant, like Salar de Cahuenga, that they always went to on <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, God, nothing will keep these people away from just like a shitty restaurant. I know. But I don't um, know if that was the place. Yeah, that's pretty wild that they're just like, I mean, Stassi's mom apparently called Bravo. Yeah. And her like emotional plea to like rehire her. Humiliating. I would kill my parents if they did that to me. Um, that's like when that's like when Adrena Partridge's mom was wasted. Like <laughs> my daughter's a star. Adrena's a star. Outside of Beso, R.I.P. <laughs> um, um, also, I want to talk. I want to just think, talk about this really fast. Oh, keep going. Oh no, I was just gonna say I have like a whole conspiracy theory about like please say the it. Stassi comeback. So the first story that dropped about her in the tabloids was like Stassi's net worth is a lot higher than you might think. And then it was like this whole article about how she's like worth $2 million or something. And then the next thing was her and Bo like stepping out. And the next thing was they're pregnant. I think that Stassi is, I don't think that that's her net worth. I think that that's like a planted story to then, contextualize every other every fame whore thing that she's going to do from here on out being like oh she doesn't she didn't need that job anyways or she doesn't need money like she's fine because i think her and Bo are angling to get another show on another network and that's the whole reason that they're doing this like pregnancy reveal is to like take the temperature of other places that would hire them to like do a show you're probably right or you don't think she's worth that much i mean i think that she probably has money in the bank, but like she also has like an almost $2 million house that she has to pay for. She has no more income from Vanderpump rules. Her fucking tour is canceled. Yeah. She, all her sponsors are gone. All her sponsors are gone. Her podcast is gone. Like that bitch needs a way to make money. Like, and I think that now is the basically like they're trying to appeal to baby company, like sponsor, potential baby sponsors, people that would pay for SponCon on her Instagram when she starts Instagramming again. Like they need money. So this is like, this is basically being like, who's ready to pay us? And also they're probably getting paid. They probably get a chunk of whatever photos of them are being published. Like I'm sure they're brokering deals with certain paparazzi or like oh, yeah. back, back back end deals to like publish pictures here and there. Like yeah, getting a deal, maybe like trying to broker a deal for some sort of sit down interview. Like this is now a new hustle of just like premium money thirst and yeah. the inability to like bow out like let the celebrity slip it's just like it truly the the lack of like waste of time of it all i'm just like you really i think have to be shameless to be a celebrity these days yeah especially in this in that realm um yeah i think stassi i could see them like tlc doing something with them or something yeah or like oxygen or like yeah we um that's that's a really i think that's probably really accurate i think that they're i think Bo is a fame whore i think they both really want to be famous and they really want to be famous and they need to pay for their lifestyle 
Like yeah. they had, they were going to get like married, like they were going to have a wedding that would probably be paid for in paid part for. by Bravo and like also have like all this free shit. Like Jessica Mulroney was styling Stassi for oh, the wedding, which that, that is, is a true Venn diagram, the white supremacy Venn diagram of the fucking yes. decade. Well, speaking of Jessica Mulroney, um, Sasha Exeter, who is a model influencer, I believe, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, who's a she's a black woman, and I think, um, she she basically called out like Canadian influencers, white influencers, on their inactivity during you know the last month or so, mm-hmm. um, and not doing enough, and just being like kind of front. And she she called out Jessica Mulroney. Who, if you don't know, is Megan Duchess Megan's best friend, and she is like a what? She's a, she hosts like a Canadian like say yes to the dress kind of show, like mm-hmm. a, they redo weddings. Um, she's also married to the son of the former Prime Minister of Canada, and she kind of helped Megan. She like introduced Megan to Canadian society, basically, which is like a, an access to the London aristocracy or England, yeah. UK aristocracy the Londoner, like London's a country. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, you know, and she's definitely like benefited from her friendship, I think with Megan, especially in the last like two years, but yeah. she, I mean, she Sasha had, like, shows on television and was like a correspondent for news. Yeah. But of course, Stassi would like, of course, Stassi would go for her. So now Jessica got blasted by, because she apparently like, apologize for not being enough of an ally blah 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 i have a lot of and then like message sasha like terrorizing her about like suing her and being like yeah this is what you do when you sue her for libel or something but she spelled libel wrong and she um she said like this is what happens when you go after like a white privileged person or something like just just completely racist shit and like insane yeah racist and, and also like classist and like totally classist like a psychotic wealthy person so she but it's just ironic that she was affiliated with stassi because of, of course stassi would be like i want her to do my wedding yeah and because stassi's like obsessed with like so much the royals sense. yeah yeah anyway but yeah you should read that laney gossip just did a great post about the Jessica Mulroney, Sasha Exeter situation. It's really interesting, but I didn't realize but she, it, it took me a minute to like figure out what had happened. Cause I feel like there was no like timeline. Like I don't understand what the inciting incident was like was literally I just like s- Sasha just being like, it's interesting that all these people have been silent during all of this. And then she, yeah, issued- I think she was just calling out like people in the entertainment business in Canada. And so then she and then Jessica, Jessica Moroni, like an apology. And so public facing, she was like, I'm sorry, like, you're right. Like, peace, love, unity, respect. And then behind the scenes, she was like, I'm going to fucking sue you. What is like going full Karen, like just being horrible and like terrorizing this woman. Yeah. And she so she lost her show. She lost yeah. all her deals. And I'm sure Megan's probably distancing herself from her. Yeah. Right? I'm sure. I mean, I read on the Daily Mail that, like, Megan 
was like trying to put distance between her and the, or it's like rethinking the friendship or something like that. But like, yeah, it's, um, yeah. But Saucy is, I mean, like you said, Bo must be like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't, Bo, he knew who Saucy was and he, he went along with it. Yeah. I mean, he's he, shitty too. He knows what he's getting into as far as like, yeah, who this person is and what they stand for. And like, it's just like, wow. Like the, like they have no shame, no shame. Also, apparently Stas in, there was like a deleted Instagram or a deleted podcast episode where she claimed that Lala pulled a, a knife on faith. Oh, I guess. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. But. Because apparently Lala's the only cast member who's reached out to Faith. And Kristen reached out to her too. Oh, she did? Yeah. Well, they were all under gag orders. So I don't think they could say anything off the bat. And they weren't allowed to reach out to anyone. Like they were literally not allowed to speak to anyone or say anything about what was going on. Kristen went rogue. As Dodie is wont to do. I love a rogue Dodie. Mm. I'm ready for her to burn it the fuck down. Yeah. Don't love what she did, but... No, don't love what she did. And actions have consequences. And, like... They are now experiencing the consequences of their actions. I could see Dodie going full psycho and just, like... Destroying the entire Like a, a full Bravo takedown. What if yeah. Dodie took out NBC Universal, like entirety of NBC Universal was like shuttered and canceled thanks to one Kristen Dodie? Well, okay, but you, you know, you have to... Kristen Dodie gonna, will if, go to Universal Studios and light it on fire and it would be, it would just be Road to Sir part, <laughs> part right? two. Yeah. But if you go to... Yeah. A hundred years later... <laughs> Um, but if you go, if you start in Vanderpump Rules, you have to go. Like, if if they're going to commit to this, they have. There's so many other cases of that. Yeah, of racism on these shows, so they have to. They have to. They have to go full force if they're going to do this. They can't just, you know what I mean. And there's so many examples of it. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about it, but like, my god. So sadly i don't think anything else is gonna happen like i don't think anything like unexpected i feel like this was the the way that bravo was like we'll get everyone off our backs by doing this like wild move and then it kind of deflects yeah. from a much larger problem right um, but we'll see right right speaking of nightmares should we get into <laughs> yeah Tough Sicilian bitches. Tough Sicilian bitches, Ron J. This episode darked me out. Yeah, this episode was like kind of boring, but um, but a lot was happening under underneath the seemingly boring veneer. Weirdly, I thought it was like a exciting. I thought it was one of the more exciting episodes of the season because there was so much happening. Like there was a a lot of like read between the lines and like. Yeah, maybe maybe I just was like. 
watching it. But, but it is like a Christmas, like on its face, it's like, oh, the Christmas episode. But then when you really yeah. start to think about it, you're like, there's a lot of darkness. Insane. It's darkness from every fucking angle. I would say, I would venture to say the only people who aren't dark are Rich and Kathy. Yeah, they're, I want to be at their place on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Day. Oh. I just want to say right off the bat, I could smell the coffee, like booze, hangover breath that everyone has on Christmas Day oh, so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just—it was like coming out of my computer screen. Yeah, it's like the uh, the post um, post like mold wine, mm-hmm. post eggnog. You have a headache. Oof. I don't think I've been hungover on Christmas Day. Thank God that would send me over the edge. Oh my God. I don't want it. It's not good. I truly like don't ever want to be hungover again. I got hungover maybe twice during quarantine and it both were experienced. Like it was very medium, small, medium sized hangovers. But even that was like enough to make me want to throw myself off a bridge. Like I can't actually handle a hangover i don't yeah i mean joe judice's hangover in this episode is like skull it's scalding but i (laughs) but i i was thinking like wow i don't know how i mean the hangovers i had were i i was just over for like four years basically Mm -hmm. like i I just don't know how i don't know how i did i don't know how she does it starring sarah jessica parker and me (laughs) you hung over for four years, four-year epic. Oh, getting like a oh my god, I can't. But um, so we start off at the the Judaizai 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 Well, it's what happened? Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It also is weird that people are all being filmed on Christmas, which feels like it should not be a filmed for TV kind of like holiday. Do you think it was actually Christmas Eve or like the day before? Hard to say. I think it was actually Christmas. I think it was actually Christmas too. Um, I think everyone was like, "It's we're gonna film. It's Christmas Eve. We're doing this." So we 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 come up where we left off. The Gorgas are at the Judices. It's awkward. They don't really yeah. feel like they want them there. And Joe Judice is being really unfriendly, and his brother and sister, brother-in-law and sister, being unfriendly. And the parents kind of told Joey Gorga that they don't even need to come like they basically were like don't come we don't want you but they yeah. came anyway the kids are all really happy to see each other joe's making kind of snide comments about melissa like joe's being from, insane like, joe's blackout she's a witch she's a witch she's a witch and then she's a witch that one joe gorga decide he has to leave because they're gonna go to kathy and rich's and who usually who usually go to the judices on christmas eve but not this year not this year and tree starts to act crazy to joe gorga for deciding he's going to kathy's and she like tries to guilt him she kind of gets like a little bit angry she like is pulling out all the like crazy sister stops on him she pulls him into the other room she goes come here i want to show you something her, which I was like, where, where's this going? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It's it like, got weirdly sexual for a little bit. Like it was like there was so there were so many layers and manipulations yeah. that Tree was trying to pull with him. 
Teresa brings him to her like bordello dining room and she's like, look, I got two places for you and Melissa. She's like, you going to go or are you going to stay? And he's like, look, Tree, I told him I'd come. And she's like, she's like, well, she was a good cousin. She would have said, stay with your sister. And then she says to the, in her interview, she goes, I mean, Kathy's kind of evil, right? She's like, she's a bitch, right? And it's like, kind of no. evil. I mean, who are you asking? Literally, you were feuding with your brother. You literally brawled at a christening. And so I'm sure Kathy was just like, if you don't feel comfortable being in the place of brawl, you can always come to my chill Christmas. Yeah. Tree goes, like, oh, okay. Tree goes, she goes, look, I'm trying to do my best. Here. She goes, I'm concentrating with you and Melissa. I'm like, concentrating what? she's in momo she's gone she's on yeah. the edge look you gonna go you gonna go you gonna go now and he's like tree i'm gonna go she's melissa's also, running like, around so little brother in that moment like you really saw like the big sis little bro energy that they bring to interactions with each other i know and then we Melissa's also running around getting the kids and then at one point like trees tree and joe's dad is like i'm gonna come over i want to eat with you and then he's like i try to come over three times and then you're not there and melissa's like you gotta call me on the phone like when i'm not home you just gotta call and he goes don't use the phone so he just doesn't use phones i was like okay old man yeah he's like i just show up at your house and you're never and melissa's like okay like can you we have children they have school like can you just tell us when just you're coming call me yeah i don't use the phone i don't right, use the then. phone i use a tomato <laughs> i use a tomato i come over and ask the tomato is she home and the tomato says see and so i go over there and they're not, they're not there <laughs> there's just a big tomato sitting on their front stoop who's just like who's just like this just did the dad no no geo. no no geo gorga or geo yeah gorga no 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 he turns to a huge tomato that's just sitting in his like living room that follows him around. Everyone he goes, "Hey, Pomodoro, is uh, is uh, Melissa home, a casa?" And he goes, "See." Si. And then, <laughs> and then Gio's like, "All right, ciao." And then goes over, and then Melissa's not home, and he's like, uh, "Pomodoro, Pomodoro, the lie, Pomodoro, lie to me again." <laughs> And you just go back and Pomodoro's going, hee <laughs> <laughs> I fool you. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I fool you again. I fool you again. And he goes, he comes Are back you and he Pomodoro, goes, oh, I'll punch you. One of these days, Pomodoro, I'm going to grind you up and make you into a red sauce. And make Pomodoro's a tomato going, paste out of you. <laughs> and then he just, and he like rolls away like BB-8 in Star Wars. <laughs> One day I make a tomato sauce out of you, Pomodoro. Get, roll away, roll away, Pomodoro. I turn you, you right go. into a paste. All right, ciao. And then Pomodoro goes. Oh. <laughs> Pomodoro is just always rolling around Geo's house. The magic tomato who just <laughs> who just lives with Nono and Nona. Who feeds Geo? Who feeds Nono and Nona? Just total misinformation. Yeah, it's that mischievous Pomodoro again. Every every Italian family has a has a tomato who lives in the house, <laughs> and you ask it things and it tell you. 
and everything it says is a lie, but I trust the Pomodoro. Someday it tell me the truth. <laughs> oh, Pomodoro, get out of here. Hey, he Pomodoro. Pomodoro's like... <laughs> he goes, hey, you should go over to Melissa's casa, eh? She is home. I'm waiting for you. And he goes, oh, all right, right, take it in the car. Ciao. And then goes over and he's, ah, Pomodoro lied to me again. God. Again. Again. Basta. Enough, Pomodoro. Enough. Bastardo. When will uh, the lies stop? And Pomodoro goes, no say. Then we got to the Manzos. They're having their giant Lorita Manzo festival festival and they come in and and caroline goes she goes okay now we need to get all this pasta out there and then lauren goes the girls will serve and i was like (laughs) the girls will serve i was like oh (laughs) then uncle louis sits up and he goes we got a great family and then you cut to jacqueline's face and jacqueline goes (laughs) Jacqueline, I don't know if it was the editing, but Jacqueline makes his face like, bro. Are they that great? Jacqueline just has to go with the flow with the the Manzos. She's in go with the flow mode. It's in Manzo mode because there's no other. There's no other. Because when you're with the Manzos, it's all about the Manzos. You got to just go with it. Um. Then we cut back to the the Judices and Antonia and Melania are like holding on to each other and don't want to leave. It's and sad Antonia's that they have to leave. Red. Antonia is so pissed. She's furious. Tree's never been happier. She can't wait to like use Joe and Melissa's kids against them. She goes, "Look, look at Antonia. She doesn't want to leave. She's sad. She's sad. She don't want to leave." And then their baby just is like rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> baby Joey roll the t- Pomodoro runs by kicking baby Joey like a soccer ball. <laughs> baby Joey uh, is truly baby's day out. Remember that movie where that baby's yeah. always like climbing on a skyscraper, like literally on the precipice of a violent death. That's baby Joey. And like wreaks havoc wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia Nixon inexplicably plays his nanny. She does? Yeah. And Laura Flynn Boyle plays his mom. Wow. Epic casting. That's a wow for me. I miss Laura Flynn Boyle. Mm, Me too. Fellow Laura. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Then then, back at Caroline's, they continue to like gaslight small children. (laughs) Oh, well, first I wanted to say Gia Gia is so codependent with Joe Gorga. Mm -hmm. And it's like sad like she clearly he's like the only like father figure that gives her like real affection and like nurturing love yeah she like clamps onto him and like won't let him go and he has to like carry her outside she loves him because her dad's just sitting there like her dad is literally a lump he's a dick he's a dick and he's divisive and tries to like he does not want to make things more peaceful for the family. No, and he's a drunk. He's a drunk jerk. Always with the crying, this one, we said last time. Always with the crying. And then he closes the big... Then Teresa closes the giant gates of hell by Rodan. 
She's smiling. Like you see her hand and then she's like smiling as they close. And I was like, she's closed the doors to her house of horrors and locked everyone in for the Christmas of a lifetime, a blood feast of Christmas. Merry Christmas. CJ breaks my heart at the Manzo's. I know. I don't like fooling He's the children. lost child. Yeah. He's, I feel it's he's, wrong to fool them. If they if they see the truth, you should tell them what the truth is. I thought it was cute. I don't like something is weird. Maybe I'm, I'm like being too I'm like being like a tattletale about this, but I'm also just like You're being very Montessori right now. I'm so Montessori, but I'm like if a child sees something, I'm ready to honor what the child sees and then be like, yeah. Oh, see, I saw, I thought it was like, because I think, I think the Manzos, the one thing they get, I think they really get CJ from just watching this whole series. And I think they know, like, CJ's in the middle of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he's kind of the lost child that everyone kind of worries about. Not, not everyone worries about, but they're, everyone's kind of like, oh, poor CJ, like, because he has a, Ashley as a sister. And then and he had, baby have Nicholas has other... a problem kids to hang out with like in the family yeah so i thought it was i thought the older cousins were like trying to make it about him and like be sweet and i thought that was like seeing chris and albie like run around with bells i was like that's cute maybe i'm like a dupe but i just thought it was like no that's probably it is like more family oriented and like sweet natured I guess I'm just I, I like against like, forcing kids to believe in Santa Claus. If they don't want to believe anymore, like I'm I, I'm even like a kind of against Santa Claus. I'll say Wow. <laughs> no, I'm Santa Claus is terrifying. Santa Claus is I, terrifying. I stopped believing. Like, why would you normalize that someone like old white guy is gonna break into your house in the middle of the night? It's it's strange and it's definitely like a I would say this a is a legend, tactic. a silly legend. Really, mommy gets you the gift. But it's sweet. Mm. I'm going to be like this year. I was with my nephew for the first time on Christmas and I was I gave it. He we gave him a little bell. He was ringing it. And I was like, Santa's coming. Like I was just going like and he was I mean, he's, he was like one and a half. But he was like, <laughs> Yeah, I my mean, king. like, through my the king. child's eyes, I'm sure, like, I will heavily participate in Santa lies, but from my childless throne, my single childless throne, I like to say right. no, that I, you all I, are horrible for doing this to young, innocent children, uh, and I shall not partake in the lies and gaslighting of our our nation's most vulnerable, the children. Yeah. Yeah. The children um, were screaming! And the children were screaming! And the children were screaming! (laughs) And the children were screaming! And the children were screaming! Oh my god, that part was horrifying. I have full body hook chills. And she's she's like, I I came up the window was open and I tried to get in but I could and the children were screaming. We know everyone that's from Hook if you don't know. Yeah, that's from Hook. Real heads know. Real Hook heads know. Oh my god. I have full When Maggie Smith when like the wind comes in so they're like benefit where everyone's clapping and Maggie Smith like she knows something is not right. She knows. 
She knows she must get home because her children are literally going to be abducted. Her grandchildren from are their beds. abducted from their beds. Santa Claus is going to abduct us. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mmm. I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Ugh! I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years, and a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sexyunique today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sexy unique. The Gorgas had, <laughs> they head to Kathy's. M- Melissa's in like a little mink. Yeah. Little mink coat. Melissa's dressed up like she's about to go to the club, which I love. Like <laughs> Me too. Christmas Eve energy is like way more like glam than I give to Christmas well, Eve. Teresa also looked like club ready. Yeah. And then Teresa, remember she tried to shame Melissa for dressing like that? Yeah. She was like, when Melissa came in, she's like, you, yeah, yeah, really showing a lot of skin when she's also wearing like a mini skirt. And then she yeah. tried to like temper it by being like, but I cover up top and just show it. It's like, Teresa, shut the fuck up. Yeah. She's jealous. Kathy's getting lit. She's has like a margarita. And then she starts singing. Yeah. She goes, Patron on ice. <laughs> <laughs> I was living Rosie? for Kathy's like, Patron on ice moment, and then Rosie. Rosie's in a is in this amazing white Oxford cloth shirt, just like living her truth. God, her hair looks her, so good. It did look. Rosie looked so good, like beautiful in the scene. Rosie looked stunning. I was ready to Dale. I think Rosie and Kathy definitely got the good jeans in the. Yeah. Um, but they're doing their seven fishes, and then. Uh, Melissa and Joe walk in and then Richie takes Joe over to the giant dead sea bass that literally looks like (laughs) Paymon and he goes he goes you see that I caught it today look it's a sea bass it was literally Paymon himself in sea bass form a fried huge mouth open in the scream of death, sea bass. I did yeah. not know that sea bass were that big. I thought sea bass were like neither. eleven inches max. I same. Um, you see that? I caught it. Look, it's a and sea then, bass. It's from the brownstone. Yeah, Albert Melissa. Uh, Melissa says that Albert every year. It's a tradition that he gives the Wakili's a giant sea bass because i guess Can't albert is like bass. close with them yeah they work together or they're in i didn't realize because caroline acts like she's like i don't oh she's like i don't know that woman and it's like no your husband knows them so I yeah think why do. does she act like they're strangers to each other it's really weird she acts like she's never met her before like this season of jersey i you know those kind of people uh i don't like that I don't either. Caroline. <laughs> Me neither. Then we cut back to the Mantos. Joe Gorga. Caroline goes, Joe Gorga is so full of life. He reminds me of Christopher. <laughs> the Brownstone is going to host New Year's Eve. And yeah. Chris and Albie have already invited Joe and Melissa. Joe and Melissa are a huge hit with the Mantos. Caroline goes, you know, I love me some Joe. And I thought I she was talking some- about Judice, but then she was talking about Gorgs. And Jacqueline was like, well, I think we should, you know, just we have to be mindful that it's still kind of tenuous. The stability is still tenuous between the Gorgas and the Judices. And then Caroline goes, that's what New Year's about. New Year, 2011. I was 2011. like, 2011. Were we ever so young? 2011. Was I was watching great? this and I was like, they have no idea about COVID. No, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, we were all so innocent then. 
I know. We all lived in a world where like COVID wasn't a thing. No one yeah. even had an inkling. They would you would get to live nine more years before COVID would take over and change everyone's lives forever. Um and the Manzos have to invite the Wakilis as well. Caroline goes, If we don't invite the Wakilis, Albert will have my neck. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and then Chris Albert. Lorita goes, He's like drunk. Chris Lorita, he goes, Invite the Wakilis, whatever their name is. I was like, So mean. Yeah. They're so mean to Rich and Kathy. Their names are Kathy and Rich, and they're very nice people. I don't know who these people are. That's like, okay, I'm going to say something. Did you ever go to someone's house and, like, their parents... This is going to be, like, the family friend thing that I don't know if I can articulate it, but I'm going to try. You go to, like, someone's house... And I'm open to hearing. You feel like you go to someone's house and, like, it's, like, one of the first times you're there and you're kind of, like... And... They have like parents who walk in and they're like, who's this? Or like, they're just like, I don't know who that is. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just yeah. like, and you're just like, fuck you. Like, you just want to be like, clearly I'm their friend. Mm-hmm. You know, has, has that ever happened to you? Yeah. They don't act like excited to see you or just like, con- like kind. Yeah. They're like, and they're welcoming. Like, who is this? Yeah. Who's this? But also, that like, to me. as a parent, it's like you have to, you're not, it, like, you have to host so many children at your house, like, all the time and, like, feed yeah, them. True. Like, I'm sure that eventually, someday, if I ever have a kid, I'm going to give big who's this energy to, like, one of their friends at some time. Because I'm just going to be like, why are you bringing another mouth into this household? Like, I have to, like, now buy way more chicken nuggets. No, totally. I I'm sure. But, it's, I, I'm, but as a child, you <laughs> as don't a child, you're like, who's this? <laughs> I don't want to be like that. Who's this in real life? Anyways, happens a lot more when you're an adult. I remember one of the parents being <laughs> cold as trauma. Friends, parents being cold as. I remember one time I was in a carpool and I stepped on someone's leather interior because there were like twelve of us piled into a car, and the dad went, "Get off the leather." Oh no, I, I hate like, that. <laughs> Get off! That's hey, awful. Get off that! I had one friend's mom. I went over to like have a sleepover and then like hang out. And I feel like we were all shopping somewhere. And she tried to, she tried to like joke with me, but like it, she did like a stern, like a stern look and like a joke, like I'd said the wrong thing. And I truly, like, I froze. I was like, and then she was like, I'm just kidding. But then I was traumatized after that because I'd never had someone be, like, jokingly mean to me, like a parent, like a parent. Oh, my God. It's also crazy to think about, like, like, my friend's parents were probably around my age. When we started doing like sleepovers. Yeah. I mean, my mom had me when she was 30. Yeah. So, yeah. I started doing sleepovers when I was like seven. So yeah, she was like 37. Damn. Well. 
Not well, me. <laughs> I'm 31. I haven't had a kid. Um, All the huge houses made me feel so cozy to see on Christmas and Christmas Eve, lit. except for Tree's House of Sin. The Manzo's house looked really pretty. It looked really pretty. And even the Wakili's, like, the Manzo's house made me feel extra cozy. Like, I just want to be in, like, a huge cozy house on Christmas. And, like, the, the front lights, like, on the house. Mm-hmm. It's very, very New Jersey Christmas. Yeah. Um, Caroline gives her kids their hideous bracelets. Lauren's, like, looks, like, nervous. Like, before, as she's opening, I'm like, do you think it's going to be, like, an engagement ring? <laughs> They engage. They ask her to marry them <laughs> to, or to she, marry Vito <laughs> instead of Vito asking. Yeah, they all start crying. Chris, I think hate those bracelets. Oh, they totally hate them. Their faces were like, Ugh. and those bracelets are so ugly. Like I actually can't. Lawrence wipes a te- one tear away. You all are Car- emotional enough. I think she actually really likes them. Oh, she loved it, and and Caroline was like. People might say, it's kind of corny that you're all wearing the same bracelet. And I say, I don't care what you think. <laughs> cool. Awesome, cool. Caroline. The next morning, we go to the Loretta's house. And I, I just wrote, Ashley deserves coal. Mm-hmm. Ashley's she didn't get her horrendous. parents anything for Christmas. And she goes, I know that sounds kind of bad, but like, <laughs> whatever. I uh, spent a lot of money on my car, so like, what are you talking about? Not even you didn't a spend card. Any money. Not even a card. She Liter- like parents and I flowers been, like anything. <laughs> Literally, as if you ha- gave them a card, it, they'd be happy. Jacqueline was like, she can make me a photo album. <laughs> I love. It's like bare minimum. You can like frame a photo. And then give it to your yeah. parents, and it's like a thoughtful gift. Ashley's the, the worst. What is that device that Ashley's filming with? I had one of those. Oh, it was like one of those like old like. It was like, like a video a camera, like yeah. a mini video camera. I had that too. My parents got it for me because they were like, "We want you to make movies," and I was like, "Okay," and then I never used it. Yeah, it was like it sucked. It was so the screen is so tiny. I remember. Yeah. I think I got one of those. When I went to like, like an internship in college, and like they gave us one. Yeah. This, it really took. 2011. Me back. This is. Uh, 2010, 2010 was 2010, wild. 2011 was like wow. That's like when I remember when I got a DVD portable DVD player and I watched Twenty Eight Days Later on it. Oh, I got it on Christmas. Huge. In like 2003. <laughs> yeah. Technology, like, um, to think that there was never a time where we could like video things on our phone is just like I don't even remember that part I of know. life. Like I feel like I've just always had a phone with a video. I know. No one has a better Christmas than Melissa Gorga. Dude, their Christmas is truly lit. She's in a sexy Santa Mrs. Claus robe, and. <laughs> At one point, she finds a gold Rolex hanging on a branch of a Christmas tree. She, first of all, they set up all, I love, at Christmas time, if you're gonna, if you're gonna lie to your kids and deceive them about Santa Claus, you better set up all the presents already. They need to be out of the box 
all set up under the tree, like ready to rock. You know what I mean? And so they, the Gorgas or someone on their, did that on their behalf. And so it's like a pretty, it's like the most beautiful scene to walk downstairs to. The lighting's perfect. Melissa's like hot and she gets shoes, a Louis Vuitton suitcase, and then her gold Rolex in a tree. And all while you hear this, you hear music. It's just like this manic moment of like just excess. I love seeing hot women and women in general just get lavished with gifts. Like we deserve, we deserve gifts. And like, I love just the husband, like I love like the husband giving the little wife like a bunch of exotic luxurious gifts like that is a trope to me that never gets old and melissa goes wow i must have been really good this year and like hops on him and like straddles him i was like i want like i would love to just like like larp as that like role play in that vibe role play for a rolex role play for a rolex like i'm ready to get like fully jewelry i'm ready for a rolex i'll say it yeah, that's that's like a that's a that's a level of and just just hanging blithely hanging from a Christmas tree. Just being like, like on a branch, Rolex on the branch of a tree. Yeah, you you look over there. There's one more present for you. I just love being like, and like also just the blithe like. There's something about just like the unawareness of just like, like M- Melissa's whole vibe is like I don't. She expects nothing, but then gets everything. And even yeah. if that, and I think that that's definitely put on and like hammed up for the cameras, but for it sure. just is like, I love to see it. And then we cut over to the, their sad relatives. Ooh. Joe Dice is in a full soaking wine coma. <laughs> He's like literally a grape, just like on the bed, just suck like a prune just soaking in the bed his eyes are like swollen shut and then all the girls come jumping in in their adorable matching pajamas and they all jump on him and and you just hear joe go get out of (laughs) here i just wrote their christmas makes me sad it was sad Teresa goes girls we can't open presents without daddy so you gotta wake him up and they're all and then gia's like he's not gonna wake up mom He's gonna and he's just forever. laying, and he goes, "Fine, fine, I'll come down." Ugh. We cut to him, shirtless, still swollen shut, holding, <laughs> laying horizontal on this like really uncomfortable looking like faux antique, maybe antique couch, holding up a camcorder over it. He's not even looking at the no, the he's scene. just pointing it at them. Like he has a periscope, but he's not even looking into it. He's just he's just laying there lifeless. And you can just feel like the cold vastness of the house, like hardening his tits. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he just flops on the couch. There's no cheer. It, there's no cheer. There's no cheer. It's sad. It's so sad. And like, Teresa's like, we we went, we we ramped it back this year. I'm like, did you? Did you? Because I still you see like a lot of stuff. Mini, got Melania Mini Mercedes. That she can drive in. They also didn't even set up the gifts. They did no. such like a... I mean, who knows what busy things they had to do. They did host a lot of people. But I'm also like, it doesn't take that much time to like just set up the gifts. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like these girls, like 
your lack of enthusiasm and like it's just like a really unfortunate yeah christmas for everyone Teresa gets joe this like pretty scary looking crucifix like rosary necklace fake it looked like yeah like a 20 dollar necklace you'd buy like at home goods or something yeah and then joe Joe gives oh she gives him and he goes and then joe gives tree gloves and a wizard robe (laughs) i said what's with the hogwarts robe what was that robe no his pants are like almost down like exposing his privates at least put like a put like a tank top on joe i know he's so hungover that he can't have any he's like he can't even move and also it's like those poor girls like you gave him a drum set you like aren't gonna even be able to set it up i know and like he can you imagine how sad that is like He's he can't even move because he's so hungover. And it's all about him. Like he's, and then Teresa looks so unhappy with her robe. It's like this plum colored like velvet. It's Who so would heinous. Be happy with that robe. That is truly. Where do you? There's so many. Wear that? There, there's so many good robes you can get. Her I robe didn't looks know like if it was a robe. I think it was a coat, like an outerwear, like that she no. would need to. Yes, I think it was outerwear. Her. It looked like one of the tops of like the Kremlin building or like not the Kremlin, like the St. Peter's Square or, you know, the Red Square. That was like that, like those like classic Russian like plume things. It's fucking Anastasia cosplay is this robe that Joe got her. And then he's so shitty. He goes, you want to go and return it? And then she's like, I only did that a few times. She's like, yeah, I am, bitch. Yeah. This is ugly. You got me gloves. Those gloves, and she goes, "I love them." It was like one gloves. year, I bought a guy that I was dating. I like went to Banana and like got him like a bunch of like shirts that were really nice that he liked, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he'll get me something beautiful as well, or like at least like kind of thoughtful, and mm. he got me fucking fur like he got me these like fleece booties that you put in like the microwave to like warm up and then like wear on your feet and i was just like what the fuck is this like what actually is this gift and then we got in a huge fight he that was a trap like i and i threw them away the next day i was not i was like i went to fucking banana and I got you, like, all these shirts that I knew you loved. And I cared so much. And you got me these fucking senior citizen nursing home microwavable booties? For what? What in the fucking world? In case you have to go to, like, the North if, the North Passage. In case I'm, like, my circulation gets so poor that I need something to, like, quickly warm my feet up. Like, you, it's not like you can wear them around. You, it's not even, like, socks that you wear around. You have to literally be, like, sitting with your feet up and then put them on. And then if you want to stand, you have to take them off and, like, go about your day. I was like, what? Why would you ever think that I would want these? And I What did he say? He, 
I don't know. I just knew that he had like found like I knew it was like a throwaway present or like that he just saw them at like a random it was like I knew that he didn't care. I would have rather gotten no <laughs> present than have gotten that present. And it told me everything I needed to know. <laughs> and I was like banana. Everything is yours from fucking banana. And you Everything is yours from fucking Banana Republic. Everything yours from fucking banana. And like you then got me these booties and then I just like ran outside the restaurant like crying. <laughs> Did you break up? We broke up pretty shortly after that. It was our last Christmas as a couple. The Hogwarts robe is totally the, <laughs> the booties. It was a full booty energy. Um Kathy gets Rich a wedding. Apparently, Rich lost his wedding band and wasn't wearing one for like years. So Kathy made him. She got him one, and he goes, "A wedding band makes me more attracted to women because it makes me a keeper." He goes, "Yeah, that's what." He, and I was like, in this moment, I was like, "Rich is hot." I was like, "I'm." Yeah, they're. I'm they come off him. the best and most in love out of any of the couples. I I finally understood Rich in this episode, and then I was like, "He's a he's a one on the binary for me." Yeah. Um, I love what a little ham Joey Wakili is. Their kids are like sweeties. They are. They give her. They give her like a. They pull together their allowance to buy her a laptop for her, as Victoria says, your pastry and food catering ventures. <laughs> the, uh, and they also, like, make a speech. They each make a speech beforehand. Like, re- read out, like, a heartfelt speech and then give their mother a laptop. I was like, hey, how much are you getting for your allowance? Like, I know. You can pool it and buy a laptop. They must be pretty rich. Yeah. But, and everyone's touched. I was like, wow, these kids, like, they really raised two very, very sweet children. Like, cut from Ashley being like, I don't get my parents fucking anything to that. Like, I, I bet Jacqueline watched that and was like, <laughs> Jacqueline's like, God damn it. Ashley? She called Ashley to terrorize her. Yeah. Caroline and Albert go for a little drive on Christmas Day because. The boys are somewhere. I don't know. I guess they went back to Hoboken. They're in Hoboken, yeah. And uh, Lauren's at Vito's. And so they're just driving around. Albert starts telling the story of how they got engaged, which apparently he'd like pulled over under an un- overpass and like. And just asked her. <laughs> pulled a ring out and was like, I want you to be my wife. But he never got down on one knee. So he stops his car. Gets down on one knee in the same spot under the overpass and asks Caroline. And Caroline goes, oh, you're so silly. You're silly. I'm going to ask you what I asked back then. Is this real? Is this real? He, goes, he gives Will you her marry a me? massive goes, rock. Yeah. Gives her a fucking boulder. A stone. The family quite, stone. Quite the stone. Again, women getting lavish gifts. Right? I love it. I love it. She deserves. You love a to see it. I love to see it. She does. She does. She goes. It was kind of cute. It was cute. I love that they got engaged in like a dirt road overpass where people have no doubt been whacked, but 
yeah. it's like a romantic spot for them. My dad took me here as a kid. My dad took me in when he first shot someone with a Tommy gun. <laughs> Caroline was like, she goes, I was 92 pounds when we, me and Albert got engaged. And I outgrew, I'm not 92 pounds anymore. I outgrew I, my ring. And then she couldn't <laughs> wear it. I was like, whoa. But he got it resized. Yeah, she, he put more jewels in it. And now the ring is back and bigger and better than ever. It, lots of, you know, this, this episode is recession proof. Because as we know, at this time, America was going through a pretty gnarly time. Yeah. And from that, from the Rolex to the, the new ring to the next thing we see of Gorga literally building Melissa like a state of the art music studio in their mm-hmm. basement. And Melissa's kind of like, thanks. I love it. Yeah, they weren't hurting during this time. Or at least on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Joe builds Melissa like a full-on studio. Melissa's just like, wow, I'm going to do this. And then she goes, yeah. And then... and then <laughs> She goes, ooh, wicka, 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 wicka. Like, I feel like that's the only time she's even been in that studio. Is like I know. When they filmed this and maybe she recorded like one song. And then she's like, I'm yeah. going to put crystals on the microphone. <laughs> a crystal microphone and i also love like i love getting a gift and then being like not totally happy with it and then you need to voice that you're not exact it's not exactly what you want but But it was a nice nice try yeah she's like oh i wanted i wanted crystals on that and then joe's like honey i just built you this insane she's like whatever and then he goes i want he goes i want to lock my wife away Because my wife wanted to go record what I did. I built the studio. So she thinks she's going outside. She's staying right here. I trapped her in this house. And I was like, whoa, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, whoa. 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 You might want to keep that down low. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Okay, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Maybe uh, don't talk about that. (laughs) Maybe just keep that between yourself. (laughs) Whoa. Don't bring that into our public sphere. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, Joe. (laughs) Whoa. I went like this. I went, I went, whoa. Put my phone up to my ear and went, I dialed like a random number and just went, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you dialed 911 and they go, 911, what's your emergency? And you go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yikes. Bye. If I ever called 911, that's probably how I would sound. Not that that's I ever exactly. want to ever. Never, but like that is the next. If I ever, I would just be so nervous. I'd just be like, oh, oh, no. And then I would made a mistake. Sorry. They they wouldn't be able to trace the call. Yeah. Um, Poor Gia is literally struck with disease. Oh my god, I've been violently sick like this on Christmas Day, and it's the I've actually like when I was like thirteen, I was like projectile vomiting on Christmas Day. It was horrible. And I just sat I I laid in my parents' bathroom and like took like eight baths and like didn't participate in Christmas. And my family was just like, You're right up there and I was like, Yeah. (laughs) So I I felt her pain. Yeah, I've been like I haven't been sick on Christmas, but I've definitely been like so sick when it comes to like an, a 
group outing or a family thing that I'm supposed to be doing and had to just like be siphoned away to like lay. Poor Gia. Literally help her. No, Teresa barges in on her and she's like probably like having a crazy bout of diarrhea or something. And then Teresa's like, wow, what Gia, what's going on? What are you doing? Are you on the toilet? Are you on the toilet? Well, at least flush it. And I was just like, God, Teresa, get the fuck out of here. I know. She's like, she's like about to be a teenager. Like, it's so embarrassing. And then Joe, Joe's not, he's like, what's going on? Joe laughs. He looks, yeah. he's a, and then she runs. She's like, oh, I'm going to be sick again. And then goes and like hurls. And then comes out of the bathroom and Teresa gives her some tea and she like sits on like the couch and Teresa goes, come here, take a photo. And then she, Gia goes right after I threw up and Teresa goes, cause you look pretty now. And then she smiles and I was like, whoa, this is dark. She did look really pretty, but it was like, you know, when it's like it right after you like wept or like right after you've thrown up, you're kind of like glassy yeah. eyed and like yeah. sexy was like yeah that was what Teresa. Gia was serving i noticed it when she walked out of the bathroom and i didn't want to say anything so thank you <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i didn't want to say anything beautiful and then great. Teresa did the job for me and then i was like you psycho but i did i noticed it too she goes joe try a gnocchi try a gnocchi you want some torte panettone <laughs> you want some <laughs> try these the cookies i was like where does she have time to bake all of this shit i know she probably bought it yeah melania doing gabriella's makeup was really <sighs> cute while while gia's hurling <laughs> melania and, and gabriella were like and they, they were probably all like giggling mm-hmm. hey like, shut up over there shut up you old sicko go take a I'm shit i'm applying some blush <laughs> I'm showing Gabrielle how to get all sexy like. You see? I'm giving her a makeover, you... teaching her how to contour. You could learn a thing or two. Go throw up and then we'll take a photo of you. Hey, keep it down over there. I'm teaching her a thing or two about rouge. Smoking out her eyes. I'm trying to put some lipstick on her. Yeah, and she puts yeah. it on and... and... And it's like it's like it's like Ronald McDonald. It's like all over her face. They're yeah. so cute together. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. <laughs> it's literally her it's whole like, face is just like zigzags of lipstick all over her face. Now you finally look and hot. That looks amazing. We'll bring you out to the Elks Club tonight. <laughs> She goes, you're going to have to go in there. You're going to have to get to the information. You remember what I talked about? I'm getting you all gussied up so you can go in there and get the information we need. They're like doing like sting operations. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go on the ATV. You're going to strut in like you own the joint. And you're going you're gonna to get the key that's hanging in the back. And go steal the guns and the cash out of the back room. But you're going to have to wine and dine them. You're going to have to be the real charming like you always are. Okay, Gabriella, go in there now. She's like walks in with like a face full of like smeared child makeup. She's like, hey, boy. Someone calls like. Gabriella's like calls. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> if Melania's like alter ego is a gangster, Gabriella's like, hey, boys, what are you doing in there? Oh, they call the police on her. Yeah. <laughs> They're like this child with lipstick all over her face. <laughs> it's literally like a baby. <laughs> 
is at the Elks Club. Um, we cut to Hoboken and Albie and Chris are getting ready to go to this party and Albie tells Chris about not embarrassing him in front of a mystery woman. Who we will- I was like, who are they into? I just totally did not. I did not know. I didn't see this twist coming. They go. They then, then Caroline, Jacqueline, Chris, and Albie and Lauren, Albert and Lauren pick the the brothers Manzo up in a, in a black limo. limo. <laughs> Caroline's just eating Altoids left and right. Limos are so 2010. Like you never I see know. a limo anymore. No way. Limos are not. Yes, you, you just see. don't do them. And then. We realize that they're on their way to go see Alexa Ray Joel, daughter of Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley, sing. A performance. And apparently, they're apparently they're really close with her, which I always every time I watch this, I'm like, what? They're not. Caroline close is with a. Her. Caroline is obsessed with Alexa Ray Joel. Caroline is a star fucker, and wants Albie to get with Alexa. Uh, Albie's like we met. At a charity event, which I think means we've met like a couple times and have like interacted like at an event with a with family that we like paid to be at, and like yeah. now Caroline has it in her head that like it's Albie's calling to be with Alexa for eternity. She goes, "Mary and the Joel, they're both children of privilege." That made me want to throw up. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's the reason they should be together. You psycho. And then she won't Caroline stop g- talking about how much she wants them to like get married. They get to the event, which is this weird this like weird space in, in New York. I also and think that goes, they had to pay for a table to like be at that event. Yeah. I think so too. They're they're apparently there as guests of Alexa J- but I don't believe that. And- Mm-mm. Caroline just she's just going on knowing who her father is she's just completely unaffected and Jacqueline's like wow and on about it Jacqueline's like yeah it's like it's not even a big deal it's so amazing to see her really doing her thing and like taking action and I was just like god they both are just like up Alexa Rachel's ass of all people I know then she comes over and she says hi to everyone caroline's like vibrating with like excitement over seeing her she can't get over it containers okay i have to be honest i actually turned it off because i remembered right after albie said this quote that has haunted me for years and i remembered <laughs> it and i and then i turned it off because i remember i can't watch it albert they sit down and caroline goes you guys are both born like months apart she goes, you guys are both born months apart. You're the same age. And then Alexa goes, she goes, well, she goes, but I think Albie's a little younger than you. And then she, and then Alexa goes, oh no, I'm the oldest one at this table now. And then Chris goes, oh, let me just say this. I have to say, I have to say it in the world. <laughs> She's like, oh, I feel so old now. And then Albert goes, oh, no. you want milk? He goes, you want milk? Cause you're an old lady, you know? And, Everyone at the table looks <laughs> so like, devastated that he said that. <laughs> he ruined everyone's and, lives that night. <laughs> and it's so awkward. And Alexa's like, <laughs> yeah, 
Like, it's so uncomfortable. What is her reaction? Because I, I turn it off. No, she's just, just like, huh? and then Chris is like, does a side eye, and then no one else like laughs or says anything, and there's like a beat, and then the conversation goes, but it's like, you felt a million dreams die in that moment. Yeah. And you know, Albie has been forever haunted by the his own words for the rest of his days. You want milk? Just do an old lady. <laughs> I was like, whoa, he literally like can't even speak around her. And I've been that way where I've gotten just so nervous. Like I can't say anything like, but damn, he really screwed the pooch. Yeah. I love that. He has to tell Chris, he goes, do not speak in a Cajun voice tonight. I know. I love Chris too. Cause Chris is just like, whatever. Like I can talk to a little, like he's unfazed, like doesn't care. Is like a funny She's lawler. To- I know, and I was like, maybe you should have Chris marry her, not Albie. Yeah, Chris is the fun one. You want to be the that? guy that's like, don't do that. Don't do the creative voice. Mm. Yeah, everyone everyone pins their hopes on Albie, but Chris is the real star. He is the star. But that was so... That was insane. It was terrifying. And then Alexa... Well, then also when they were in the limo, Caroline goes... It's lovely that we're in a car full of young people ready to take the world by storm. <laughs> I was like, what are you on? She's on something. She's on Alexa. She's like obsessed with Alexa. They're both children of privilege. They're both children of privilege. So they should be together. It's like, what okay. the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> Chris even says at one point, he's like, my mom would like, it's like medieval. Mm-hmm. like she like wants she to marry him, off. him for like a bale of sheep a bale of hay yeah. and like a few sheep she would as if like that is even within the realm of possibility that she would there's, get with him yeah there's absolutely yeah. no way shows you like what a big fish they are in that small pond mm-hmm. i love oh footage of christy brinkley running around but no footage of her saying hi to Caroline. No. Alexa Rachel. What is she up to now? Mm, I think she was engaged to someone. She's... Did she have like a she had like a tragic mm-hmm. moment, right? Yeah, I think she like had some depression and possibly like addiction stuff. But mm. Alexa's like, okay, I'm gonna leave you alone. Get to work. Caroline goes, you get to work. Don't even think of, don't even worry about us. We're fine. Don't even worry about us. She's like, good, because I'm not. Good knowing it was. I literally was like told to come say hi to you by like a producer. (laughs) Then Alexa takes the stage and she goes, I'm Alexa Rachel, in case you don't know. This is called All I Can Do Is Love. And then sings... (laughs) A song. I truly was like, oh my fucking god, this song. What was this? I'm, I can't believe I, I didn't I didn't hear any of this. Oh I my just, god, you needed I, to hear this song. I can't it's like it's just like a real like her voice goes in between being like kind of like baby singing to then like a hottest song. Like it just is really all like she's in t- on tune in tune. But it's also just like, what is going on? On key. I'm Alexa Rachel, in case you didn't know. 
I'm Alexa Rachel, in case you didn't know. This is called All You Can Do Is Love. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Cut to us like in the Hudson River, just floating face down. <laughs> a, a detective is kicking my lifeless body, being like, Yep, she's dead. From watching a North I mean, Jersey family shamelessly star fuck. To where was she last seen? Alexa Ray Joel's Christmas Eve concert, Christmas Day concert. I'm Alexis Ray Joel, in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. And this song is called All I Can Do Is Love. All I Can Do Is Love. And then it cuts to Albert Sr. at one point, like the whole table, and Albert Sr. is just like low key, just like on his phone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't I give a shit. And Caroline goes, We're a rough and tumble bunch, but behind that rough and tumble is love. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means nothing. Shut up. Your words are meaningless. <laughs> Your words mean nothing. Your words mean literally nothing. Danielle Staub walks in. <sighs> and then thus ends a Christmas miracle. The Christmas season comes in and out as quick as it came. And now we're just going to be in Jersey winter, which I have no interest in. I would want to get out of Jersey after fall and Christmas is over. Yeah. And get back to like sunshine happiness. Get back to being in your house and you can't leave. Yeah. I don't want to be in Jersey for like New Year's Eve. That's of no interest to me. I've done it. I want to be out in like the wilderness on New Year's Eve. Jersey New Year's Eve isn't that bad. No. Look at like one of the guys on the runway. (laughs) Carries has two microphones, one in each hand, and he's waving them at me like a flight runway man. Or woman. Or woman. Person. You'd be great. I would. I would add some flair. I love you do adding flair of just like confusing, semi-voguing kind of moves. The planes all like, go <laughs> the runway. I'm ready to see this comedy, like this physical comedy on in a movie. Of you being like... <gasps> Uh, like suddenly you find yourself in a runway situation. You just have to like kind of I love Lucy go with it. Cast me. I Book miss, me. I miss physical comedy. We still got some. I miss laughter. <sighs> Does anybody remember uh, laughter? Where's the laughter? Where's the applause? Where's the applause? Where's the laughter? Well. Well. I wanted to thank you for listening to us in another episode. Thank you to Lars for thank you for being solid combo. Thank you for being thoughtful, hilarious, genuine, beautiful. I just wanted to shout this shout this out really quick. Shout it out! I just wanted to uh, suggest a place to donate. It's a black led nonprofit called Color of Change. Explicitly working toward black liberation. Um, they have petitions. You can donate to them um, instead of donating to change.org, which is supposed to be a for-profit uh, 
donations. So if you're going to donate, you should donate to places like Color of Change, which go directly to the organization that benefits black communities. I didn't realize that <clears throat> change.org is not a place to donate. It's a place you can sign, but not a place to donate. So they kind of pose it as a donation, but it really is like just for them to keep their website up and running. But Color of Change yeah. is a good place to donate. I donated 50 to Color of Change. Yeah, I donated 30 last night. Um, yeah, if you want to match either 30, between 30 and 50, me and Laura, uh, anyone who's listening, go to Color of Change. Um, and there's a donation section of the website. And if you want to, if you can, obviously, like, give whatever you can. But yeah, if you, no press, if you have, but if you want to match us or meet us, between thirty and fifty dollars, we'll. What can we do as like a match challenge? I'm like just match. Yeah, it. just just match it. Just <laughs> just meet us there. Meet me at the match. Anywhere between thirty to fifty, or one dollar, five dollars. One dollar, five dollars, anything. Any dollar amount is fine. Color of change. And we won't do anything except. But we'll just psychically. We'll love you. And even if you don't donate, we'll, we'll love, you love you anyways. So, yeah. all right. Anyway, follow Carrie, follow Carrie at E Cario, E Caro. Follow Lars Marie at Lars Marie and at Nancy Myers on Instagram. And, and don't ever trust the Pomodoro because they're just a mischief don't maker. They're the liars. Uh, the tomato. Pomodoro. See you next week. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.